What's up, everybody? It is your man and your favorite BBC podcaster from the streets of Las Vegas, Nevada, America's playground in the desert where we have fun. So today on this episode, we are going to have a very, very fun episode. We actually have two special guests that we actually it's almost like we went on a double date with them on Zoom. Y'all know how you used to do Zoom double dates with other couples when COVID shut everything down? This felt like a double date. I mean, it was really, really cool. It was really fun. We were literally on the Zoom call for like two hours and we were drinking, we were laughing, and we were just totally chopping it up, okay? Uh, we were actually on the call with the infamous bomber and the beautiful bell from the black and kinky lifestyle podcast so if you guys haven't heard of them they are are awesome people that are on the east coast out there in dc and they are actually black lifestylers out there and so we were able to connect and just develop a special friendship And so anyways, I'm going to give them a proper introduction here in a moment, but I want you guys and ladies that are listening to this, if you want to follow them, not if you want to, but hell, go there right now, blackandkinkylifestyle.com, black, the letter N, kinkylifestyle.com, and hit them up. They're on social media, on Twitter and Instagram, and just follow them and listen to their podcast because they come out with some fire podcasts. All right. And before we get into that, you guys, we are opening up our monthly lifestyle parties and we entitle them BBC versus QOS. And these parties are out here in Las Vegas, and they're for cut couples, BBC gentlemen, queen of spade, hot wives. And it's a very, very fun night, uh, lifestyle party with a game night feel to it. So it's going to be totally fun. Details are at bullsandqueens.com slash party. Bullsandqueens.com slash party. All right. Now, back to our discussion that myself and Caramel had with our friends the bomber and the bell we discuss amongst other things you guys is it racist or derogatory to use terms like queen of spades or bbc or those type of terms which inflect and address racism in the place and the lifestyle and that's something which has been talked about behind doors and i've had conversations with other people before in the past and you've likely had conversations or maybe even thought about it you know is this racist or is this like something that's ethical is this something that we should do or should not do right maybe you're a, a white lady that likes to play with black guys or maybe you're a black guy that likes to play with asian ladies or it really doesn't matter maybe you're a white guy and you like to play with black woman it doesn't really matter but we delve deeper into the thoughts of uh, is it derogatory is it racist or is it just if both parties are cool with it what the hell is wrong with it and this is something that we went back and forth 
on and we just had a really, really, really real and a good and a positive and a fun conversation on it. Okay, because again, it is a taboo subject, but it's something that everybody's thinking about. And on this podcast, we've never been one to shy away from the crazy or the taboo. All right. And so on this conversation, you guys and ladies, we leave no stone unturned. So grab your popcorn, grab your cups of coffee, tighten up your seatbelts and let's get ready to rumble. We're not going to leave any stone unturned on this podcast. Here goes Angela with that introduction. You are now listening to the Bulls and Queens podcast where we have sexy fun exploring the lifestyle and swinging exploits of black bulls, queens of spades, cuckold fantasies, open relationships, seductive interracial encounters, and other kinky shenanigans that are sure to get you off. In a very good way. So get ready, ladies, and make sure you take notes, gentlemen, because here is your host, that super sexy, bald black man candy, Doc Chocolate. So, hello, everybody. This is another episode of the Bulls and Queens Swinger Podcast Experience. That was a whole lot of words and verbiage, wasn't it, mm-hmm. Caramel? Yes, it was. <laughs> yeah, so I talk a lot. So, but we have ourselves a set of awesome, beautiful black folks up in here. It Woo-hoo! is gonna be for educated black people. Oh yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry, I came in before Q. All right, hey, I'm gonna hey, stay hey, hey, that's all right, that's all right, that's all right. <laughs> hold on, hold on. We're, we're gonna synchronize this before I introduce you, okay? So like, hit the rewind button. All right, so we have a quadruple set of four black, educated, beautiful people on here podcasting. Bomber and Bell. What what am I supposed to say? <laughs> you, 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 you were supposed to you you, you did. Yeah. You were supposed to come in and say, "Oh yeah." And oh, oh. You like you got, you, so you got to give me this. You got to give me the script and the screenplay, yo. <laughs> you, you know I'm not cutting this. You know I'm not cutting this. This is, this is going in the intro, uncut, baby. Oh, I love it. I like, love it. Like like like. Okay, so you guys probably all know Bomber. He's one half of the Bomber and Bell crew and Miss Bell, the lovely Bell. She's on here as well. And I'm going to introduce them here in a second. All right. So before we get to the proper introduction, I have to go ahead and get housekeeping out of the way. So for those of you beautiful ladies and you handsome devils out there who are listening to this, I want you all to make sure that you leave us a five star review on Apple Podcast, iTunes, whatever platform you're listening on. Maybe you're listening on Spotify. Go ahead and leave us a review. Subscribe. Do all that other stuff. Follow us, and I will love you forever. I will do dirty stuff for you as long as Caramel gives me permission to do so. Uh, make sure. <laughs> and she hasn't given permission. So. <laughs> <laughs> ah, 
I've only had this half a shot hours. of vodka. I've only had half a shot of vodka, by the way. So that being said, let me go ahead and give the proper introduction to our guests. Matter of fact, I'm going to let my wife introduce our guest. Oh, I feel so honored right now. You feel so honored. Go, go, go ahead, Caramel. You feel so honored. <laughs> all just... right, all right, all right. So you didn't just deviate away from the script what now. Wait what, a minute. What, what do you mean I deviated away from the script? <laughs> I didn't deviate away from the script. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh my God. Oh my God. Okay, okay. Hey, you guys, we are going uh-huh. to give you a proper introduction. Okay. Oh my right. goodness. <laughs> so three, two, one. Hi, everybody. Hope everybody's doing really well today. So like Doc Chalk said, we have two special guests. We have Bomber and Bell. Woo! <laughs> with Hello. us. Um, they are a Black married professional couple that has embraced the lifestyle. They use their podcast to provide tips and discuss ideas about sexuality, non-monogamy, and relationships. They are glad to be a part of a growing community. Ah, I missed up that last tip. You got to cut that one. No, I love you. They you are. know I need to have this scene. Sorry, this I'm, so I'm, I'm, I'm getting my professional voice in. So <laughs> they are glad to be part of a growing community of melanated content creators that aim to normalize non-monogamous relationships and challenge rigid ideas about sexually, intimacy, and race. Bomber and Bill balance insightful dialogue with homegrown ratchet humor as they banter with each other and their guests about a range of sexy topics. Now, who wrote that? Who wrote that? that was my question. Who wrote, who I haven't that? read this I know, right, I know, I'm totally trolling. I'm sorry. Now, <laughs> because listen, listen, listen. I'm gonna be honest. I'm gonna be honest. So I, I've been doing so many interviews, and people have been sending me their bios, and uh, I'm like, oh shit, these bios sound dope. <laughs> like, <laughs> and then I looked at our bio. I'm like, oh shit, I got, I got, I got to fix this, and, <laughs> and I fixed it, but I didn't quite get it vetted by the bell. No. And I was like, you know, I'm just gonna send Rules and Queens this shit, and it's gonna sound. <laughs> It's going to sound nice because Doc Chocolate, he has a nice voice. He'll make it sound nice. You got that code switching voice. So, he could definitely make this sound good. Yeah. <laughs> so, I'm so sorry. Y'all are my no. guinea pigs for that bio. No. <laughs> you are perfectly okay, Bob. That's cool. I just. You know, it was just thrown to me and I was looking at it and I just said, okay, wait a minute. I just said to kind of take it all in. It's absolutely wonderful. I love it. So can I say what really happened? What really happened was we were going through this and I just didn't have your shit up on the screen. Mm, Yeah. (laughs) And so I threw it to Caramel. I was like. On this small phone for me to look at. Yeah, it was a small (laughs) phone. Oh, my God. And I'm like squinting here. I'm like, is that cut off? Is that a cut off She was. But you know know what? You know what? You know what I did? I'm totally telling myself, telling on myself here. So I'm going to actually leave it it up to you whether you leave this in. I actually I actually always end up rereading the intro in post-production anyway. And then I'll edit it into the show. 
people. Yeah. <laughs> I tell my guests that right away. I'm just like, I'm just going to fuck this up. So let's just, yeah. let's just, so, just jump into it. Now I'll, I'll, I'll do it later. You know, just pretend, so, pretend I did it right. So for you guys and ladies who are listening to the Bulls and Queens show, that intro was the edits. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I would like to get a little bit of, in your own words, Bummer Bill. Tell us what is it about your podcast? What was the reason and the um the vision for it in your own words? Okay, do you want to take this one? Sure. Um, well, I would say we're both uh, researchers, and when we first got into the lifestyle you know, we were looking for information. So we were Googling stuff, you know, just trying to figure out the language, like who's talking about this. And Bomber was already an avid podcast listener. So of course he was searching for podcasts and we found some podcasts that we really enjoyed that were very informative, but they were all older white people <laughs> that were doing yeah. the podcast mm -hmm. and like this is great but it doesn't fully represent our experience in the lifestyle and we we're like really searching for someone who sounded like us who was having the same kinds of experiences that we were having and they just weren't there and one day I was just like well like why can't we just be those people yeah. um and you know it's one of those things I think is especially with content creating now, um, even though we only started the podcast four years ago, it was still kind of, you know, people were just starting podcasts. That was kind of just a homegrown thing that was happening. Um, but with the, the expansion of YouTubers, like you don't have to have the whole setup and the equipment, all the kind of stuff. You know, we started off with a little voice recorder in our closet. And if you listen to our earlier episodes, oh, the man. sound quality is atrocious. Um, but it was like we really felt driven to have our perspective represented um, because we weren't finding it anywhere else. And we're so happy that four years later, we have great folks like Doc Chocolate and Caramel and all the other melanated uh, lifestyle podcasts to uh, share their visions because our, our experience is not the only Black experience in the lifestyle. Mm -hmm. So we're so happy to have a diversity of experiences that individuals who are interested in you know, our kind of play style or in your kind of play style and that kind of thing can get information and can have someone they can connect to. Awesome. Awesome. So you were the originator. I came up with the idea. I don't do none of the work. I don't, <laughs> <laughs> I don't come up with the show notes. I just get on here and talk shit. That's all. <laughs> so you have the idea and then um, you took it away and created it. Yeah, I created it. And so I come up with the topics. I, you know, just coordinate a lot of the interviews and it is really my baby. Like yes. she, she, she came up with the idea, but it is, it has become my baby. But I think the, the, the thing, one, one thing I'd like to say is that the podcast has evolved. So, oh, yeah. you know, in the beginning, we were just like, okay, we're going to be the guinea pigs. We're going to talk about our experiences in the lifestyle. We're going to tell people, you know, what we're learning. And, you know, we're just going to learn as we go, talk as we go, teach as we go. And then I think I started really getting into the literature of sexuality. Mm -hmm. So there's so much to learn about BDSM. There's so much to learn about like race play, what we're going to talk about um, today. Um, there's so much to learn about just male sexuality. There was a lot about my own body that I just thought I understood. And as I was reading and really doing research and, 
and um, really exploring the podcast topics and the kind of people we talk to has evolved. Um, although we do talk about race and sort of our place in the lifestyle, we've sort of um, expanded it. So we've had people to come on the show and talk about mental health issues. We've had people um, <clears throat> talk about uh, different products, uh, mm -hmm. different products to use in the playroom. Um, so I'm like excited. I thought we would run out of shit to talk about by now, <laughs> um, but we're like 70 episodes in still going strong. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. Well, we are so very excited to have you and actually to actually learn from you as well. This is uh, this is very new for us to get out here on this podcast. So your insight and your research and just this conversation is going to be um, is going to be very life changing for a lot of people. Mm -hmm, so mm -hmm. and probably say the things that other people have been thinking, but never have said or never heard the answer. <laughs> And it really is a road of evolution, you know, because it's like, mm -hmm. you know, if you think about where you started from day one, you guys have evolved, haven't you? Just like we have. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, I've been listening to your, you know, your your show and it is it is really entertaining. And I, I've been, you know, we have our Patreon members and I've recommended to recommended it to them. Um, and so I haven't I haven't spoken about this show yet and on our main show, but like I've kind of been saving it for the release of this episode. Um, so, uh, no, I mean, you, you guys are getting just getting started, but your podcast is pretty cool. I mean, you're talking about topics um, that, uh, like Caramel said, a lot of people in the lifestyle are thinking about they don't know how to broach the topic or they they, they sort of touch it the wrong way. Um, and like, and and you're you're out here just just I don't know of another podcast that's doing that. Um, and so I think we'll we'll get into that topic a little bit more heavily. Um, uh, and I know this is your interview here, so I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna stop talking for a second. Um, but uh, but yeah, I just wanted to say I love your show. Guys and ladies that are listening to this, this is crazy. All right, so. Bomber and I, we were having a discussion and I reached out to Bomber and uh, we had a very, very awesome discussion. And oh, yeah, the the moment I knew that I could fuck with this brother, <laughs> <laughs> the moment I knew I could fuck with this brother was when I had him on the phone. Right. And we're both Ghanaian in descent. So we were like, oh, who's the same, my brother? Like, yeah. <laughs> hey, they'll know yeah. what I'm talking about. Hey, yeah. you know yeah. what I'm talking about, Bill, huh? <laughs> and he was talking and he was saying that, you know what, brother? I listened to one of your episodes and I could tell that nigga read a book or two. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. It was at that point I said, right. This is my man. I was like, this is my brother. This is my brother, Bill. Bill, I I am your brother-in-law. Okay, I got you. <laughs> brother-in-law. <laughs> That's exactly how I said it to the uh, Bell. Yep. I'm like, yo, this dude reads. Yeah. He, he's not like, <laughs> he's not just on here with a bike. Like, oh, this dude man. is educated. And I must say, Bomber, you have really, really white teeth. <laughs> oh my gosh i was just admiring i am that you see you like 
See, men need to compliment each other a little right? bit more often with shit like that because that's good. I'm going to remember that for like the whole year. <laughs> I appreciate that, man. I really do. Like, Bill is a beauty, but you have very, very white choppers. Oh, man. Oh, thank you. He's, he's very diligent about his dental hygiene. That is <laughs> so. good. I grew, I grew up with some people with bad teeth, so I, I, know, <laughs> the con- I know the consequences of fucking that up. So. Yeah. <laughs> So and say that the um, so Doc Chocolate and I had come up with this topic to talk about. We really wanted to talk about um, we wanted to talk about race play. Um, And the reason why is because on the Black and Kinky Lifestyle podcast, I know that we have spoken about um, race play uh, specifically you know, the use of terms like BBC and Queen of Spades. Um, and we talked about uh, some of the issues with these terms. Um, now, the Bell and I have very different philosophies around this. Uh, and so, you know, when I am scouting, you know, podcasts and I hear these terms, usually they're coming from white people, you know. Mm-hmm. And so uh, to, to be honest, it's it's easy to oppose race shit when it's coming from white people. Um, but when I came across your podcast, <laughs> I was like, oh, shit, like it's in the intro, like <laughs> BBC, Queen of Spades, a sexy ass voice you got. Uh, <laughs> it's like, so I'm like, so when you reached out to me, I was like, Doc Chuck. Yo, I mean, I like your podcast, but we got to talk about this shit. Bell ain't gonna ignore this. Uh, so. You're like, you're like, hey, Doc, let's address the elephant in the room. Yeah, <laughs> right. There's a big ass elephant up in this room. <laughs> so, um, so that's what we wanted to talk about, and you know, the Bulls and Queens podcast. You all, um, I mean, this is part of the brand, uh, and so. Uh, we wanted to have a dialogue about uh, about this. And I just I, I want to say, uh, as far as race play goes, we're going to be talking about um, race play as far as be, you know, using terms like BBC and Queen of Space. Now, I know race play technically would include other more extreme examples like using the N word in the bedroom and role playing racist fantasies involving cops and slaves and all of that shit. Black Lives Matter. I know it's pretty funky out there. Um, but we're not going to go into the extremes. We're just really going to focus on the BBC Queen of Spades. There's also a lot of other nuances around that. Um, and uh, we're just going to really have a conversation about this. And I'm really looking forward to it because I have not been able to talk about black folks. Yeah. Talk, talk to black folks authentically about this, specifically black folks who are like, you know what? I'm cool with this shit. Like yeah. usually, usually I talk to black people. They're like, "No, that's wrong." Like we, we can't be doing that. And I'm like, "You, you know, you lying, nigga. Like you, you like that shit. You go on a party and they talk about they want BBC and you walking around with a BBC. You gonna you gonna be feeling the energy. So let's. <laughs> so, <laughs> oh man. So let's talk. All right. So. <laughs> Oh man! Oh, that's funny. All right, shout out to Black History Month. I'm sorry. Oh, Go ahead. <laughs> Hallelujah! <laughs> you gotta tell me. Uh, I know we're not supposed to be talking about cops, slaves, and BLM, but you, you gotta tell me about that cop scenario. <laughs> like, what's up oh, with yo. the cop scenario? <laughs> yo, it's real. 
Um, so I, I urge you to read a book called The Color of Kink. Um, I can't remember the author's name, um, but she goes in a lot on the kinds of forms that race play can take. And one of them is uh, role plays that involve white cops, um, you know, you know, like oppressing a black person and it's part of the it's sort of part of the bdsm fantasy it's sort of the most extreme example you can one of the most extreme contemporary examples mm-hmm. you can think of when it comes to a white you know dominant person and a black sub like yeah i'm a criminal and you're a cop right versus mm-hmm. maybe you're a slave master and i'm a slave um now i heard of the cop scenario specifically in the sort of gay porn gay uh, BDSM community. I'm not sure how much it plays out in heterosexual spaces, but I know in porn, there are um, uh, videos and uh, what the hell, I, I don't know what they're called in porn, but just producers who have a uh, series that uh, include white cops that will catch a black male perp with a BBC, of course. Uh, and they will like, <laughs> they will uh, force that guy to perform sexual acts on him. And that's part of the porn video. And this shit has a lot of views. People are watching it. You know, it's, <laughs> it's, it's, you know, it's part of the, uh, part of the lore of that. So it's out there, man. <laughs> Hmm. Yeah. And, 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 and I mean, it's really, really good that we are having this conversation, uh, Bomber and Bell and Caramel. And I'm sure that we'll likely have future talks about this because it needs to be said. And like you said earlier, if people are thinking about it, then we should dialogue about it as well. That's just my perception. Mm-hmm. And um, <clears throat> my thing is, we'll have the ladies uh put out their thoughts we have two beautiful black queens on here right now we'll have them give their thoughts on race play first and just as a caveat bomber and myself we're the first generation sons of africans who came to this country in the 70s and we're very close to the same age and we have a different dynamic that we grew up under. And then with Bomber and Caramel, I'm sorry, with Bell and Caramel, those are two ladies that grew up um, with a different mm-hmm. history, you know, which your history came from oppression. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. um, I, we just want to hear your thoughts on race play first. And uh, I'm going to, Shut the hell up <laughs> and let y'all talk. Val, you want to go ahead and go first? Well, I'm really interested in in your view, because like Bomber said, um, you know, when I talk to to black folks about the race play, it's like, oh, nah, gang, you know, and particularly talking to other black women is like, you know, that with my man. Oh, no. And so I really want to understand your perspective, how you feel and, you know, your thoughts. Gotcha. So, you know, this is one of those uh, one of those topics that I think kind of really hit home for myself, particularly me, because I think, um, first of all, Who's damn. Oh, <laughs> damn. Shoot. You, you realize, hold 
Totally. She <laughs> outed me. Um, you got to bleep that out. Yeah, we, 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 don't worry. Yeah. Don't worry about that. <laughs> <For Dot. laughs> oh, hold up. Hold up. I like the way you said my name. Say, uh, can you say that again, Bill? Dot Chocolate. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> you just made me melt over here. <laughs> He's going to use that as a soundbite for the intro. <laughs> Please do. I'm going to steal it. So me and Doc Chocolate have uh, have had a lot of discussions about this. And again, their 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 opinions, their, you know what I'm saying, their their beliefs. And I mean they they basically come out of just pretty much what our experience has been, you know. Mm-hmm. So I mean, at the end of the day, it's your 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 identity and your sexual identity is shaped through that, whatever mm-hmm. your culture is, whatever your historical background, social, all of that. So when it came to me and him talking about like race play, you really saw this come out. So even between <laughs> black people, it's going to mm-hmm. come out yeah. and more even particular coming out between a male and a female mm-hmm. uh, black man and a black woman when it comes to talking about this. So in my opinion, I think it's getting more, I think it's getting more play. I mean, this is a, uh, the whole BBC, the whole bulls, you know, what I'm saying bulls and Queens, very exclusive in what it does because i mean it's just talking about emphasis on the emphasis on the on the black man you know right, pretty much yeah. their desire their you know what i'm saying their the the experience just uh, you know what i'm saying to have you know what i'm saying to have sex and feel this i'm trying to keep my words very political right now that is so hot <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but honestly it's so turned on. but real talk it's been a conversation for a very long time mm-hmm. let's just be real black men are very much um put on a pedestal in this area when it comes down to just sex period they mm-hmm. are they just let mm-hmm. me just let me just really are and i think for women <clears throat> especially being a black woman being in the lifestyle and of course being married to someone who does, you know what I'm saying, participate in, you know what I'm saying, racial, um, racial play. This is a conversation where I feel uh, as a black woman, we are really underrepresented. We mm-hmm. are, there's not a niche sexually mm-hmm. for us, you know, and I could take it all the way back, but there's not. So for for a black male, this is, you know what I'm saying? This is something that is, I mean, that is, that is fun. That is exciting. You do have to kind of have your grounds and what you go in, but Absolutely. this is something that is exclusive in the sense of, I don't share in that as if kind of how he does, if that mm-hmm. makes sense. You know what sure. I mean? Yeah. So, um, I'm I'm supportive of it, but I don't have a real I don't have a real voice in it. I don't have a real dynamic in the sense because mm-hmm. this is something that is exclusive to the black male and not for the black woman, if that mm-hmm. makes sense. Yeah. So mm-hmm. just to start it off with that, that's just where I'm, you know, that's just where I'm saying it. At. <laughs> <laughs> I got you. Thoughts, Bill? Yeah, I mean, I, I understand because there are you know, from his perspective and what you've talked about, Bomber, uh, and I'm sure that you experienced, Doc, is, you know, the just the desire and the adoration that, you know, you get from the women who are just uh, they're really looking to have that experience with a black man like they've been thinking about this. Um, you know, even I think, yeah, in the last episode that you were talking about um, with the woman that looked like Cher, I believe. <laughs> 
and like just just the thought of the experience like it got her so wet and I'm mm-hmm. you know that's the ultimate ego boost like I ain't even gotta pull my dick out I just yeah. walked in the room and just flood just <laughs> rain showers like yeah. so <laughs> I yes. I I you know I understand that part and well I understand uh enjoying and appreciating that part it's oftentimes hard to understand that part because black women don't have that same kind of impact i feel in the in the playroom and at parties um even though we are desired and you know people are attracted to us it's not like that and if it is it is very much um uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Overt fetishization. Um, mm-hmm. And so, so I'll say this, I always say this, like I have no problem with white women fucking black men. Like I really don't care. Fuck whoever you want to. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you know, my issue tends to come in some of the language and behavior um, around it. Um, you know, we all have our interests, our preferences. That's fine. I mm-hmm. like to fuck black men primarily but i'm not a queen of spades you know so you know that kind of designation (laughs) it's like why do you need to do that specifically and then get jewelry and tattoo it on yourself like i'm like do i just need to like get a black dick necklace (laughs) yeah what is (laughs) what is my designation hi i'm looking for the black dick as well can i participate hello so you know the it's the the language and designation the singling out that I take issue with but again I'm not a black man so the experience isn't always directly with me now I do get some residual experience because of course either they want to ask my permission or stuff happens um where i'm interacting you know with queens of spades and it's not good interactions um so but i don't have the direct experience so like you said i don't have a full voice in this situation because it's not targeted towards me but i can only express my opinions my feelings um towards it absolutely and bill i'm gonna i'm gonna back that up 110 <laughs> percent because you're you don't say because you're right yeah you know? and like you said being wives of bbc and see here's the thing when we're talking to our husbands on this i'm at here. lbc by the way but, <laughs> anyway oh, here's, the, here's here. the thing that <laughs> it's never you know what i'm saying it's and the always the conversation like you said it's never about you know what i'm saying them, you know, what I'm saying fucking, you know, what I'm saying fucking black women, but it is the piece of again this exclusivity that's happening. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Yeah. And I ain't gonna take it all the way back on some stuff, but I'm just gonna, I'm just going to be at women. Go ahead, huh? Go ahead. No, oh yeah, take so I'm it, gonna take it. it. Okay, yeah, you just yeah, you told yeah. me to go ahead. Hey, 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 we got the e tag on this podcast. <laughs> you got the e tag, yeah. don't y'all? Yeah, you got the e tag. Probably. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I don't know. Black. <laughs> okay, from here on out, black and kinky lifestyle is bequeathed the E symbol for explicit. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yes, of course. Oh my gosh, go ahead. So, I'm, I'm sorry, Caramel. Do your thing. No, no, I'm just saying that you know, um, black women are very underrepresented in the lifestyle because, again, trying to figure out, you know, what I'm saying your place like when it starts coming to this part this is very this is a different arena you know 
sharing the sexual experiences with my husband, with other people. I mean, you know what I'm saying? That's different. It's, you know what I'm saying? Because we're all on the same page. Mm -hmm. But when we start getting to this exclusive exclusivity barrier right here, it's different for us. And you got to understand that your black, your blackness and your masculinity speak something very different than my blackness and my feminine. Yes. Completely different. Mm -hmm. Your blackness, you know what I mean? The skin that you walk in, it's very much, whether it's light or whether it's dark, it's prized because again, this is exclusive. I am looking at that as something that is, you know, erotic is something that is, you know, turns me on. It's, you know, it's everything that whatever they have come to understand about it. But Mm -hmm. as a black woman and our blackness is seen very differently, unless you look a certain way, you know what Mm -hmm. I mean? Oh yeah. Kitties, small waist, whatever, you know what I mean? You know, whatever it is, you know, it's, it's different in my, you know what I'm saying? My blackness and the lifestyle may is not always embraced. So I'm just trying to find that that area where we are embraced, like, um, wow. like she said, mm-hmm. you know, people find us attractive, you know what I mean? Right. One is want to sleep with us, you know, but it really, what does my blackness say first? Is it my, you know what I'm saying? My blackness reads a little bit different, you know, is my hair too kinky? Am I got too big lips? You know what I'm saying? You can see all yeah. of that. Cause right. that's what my blackness says, but with black men in this area, free range for you guys, oh, big yeah. time. Mm. Mm. Mm-hmm. So in other words, there's a privilege that you have now, mm-hmm. you know, that you have entered into. And it's completely, you know, what I'm saying completely. This is just an evolution. At one point when this was animalistic, now it's prized. Mm-hmm. Very mm-hmm. different. Yeah. Very, mm-hmm. very different. And as a and as a black woman speaking in on it, you know, this is where me and him, you know, saying go to it. He's like, well, you know. It's not like how you're thinking, how it is, you know. Right. Because, yeah, like, we're 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 not there. We're not yeah. a part of the interaction. Ooh. So, yeah. So I'm sure there there is um, there is an air to the environment that we are not experiencing um, yeah. and we won't be able to fully comprehend um, because we we can't have that experience. Right. Um, but sometimes it just seems a little fishy to me. <laughs> yeah i mean i think hey i'm, I'm the same way i think um when i um a lot of the interviews that uh has done i'm pretty oh, said it again i got you guys both have you just gotta get her on the show i have to listen to bill, it anyway bill yes. bill bill go ahead say my name dark chocolate <laughs> 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 okay that's how he'll remember where it is yes okay um, yeah so it's a, just an area where you're objectified because you know you are objectified in this yes a hundred percent completely objectified yes. you know it's compl- completely you know can I, so i just want to acknowledge something uh that that bell alluded to alluded to earlier that just had me really cracking up and it was the idea of her having a queen of space tattoo like, <laughs> what if you really if you really want to troll and protest it i'm talking to black women everywhere just get some temporary tattoos and put them shits all over your body oh my goodness and you're gonna get approached by some white women that oh, are yeah. gonna be like hold on like what are you <laughs> right <laughs> 
and then and then a real conversation could start Hello. because i was thinking i was thinking today i was like yo can asian women be queen of spades did you did you ever see an asian woman with a queen of spades tattoo uh-uh no, no. It's it's not just it's it is white women who 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 exclusively go after black men. What is that about? Um, yeah. Bell just pulled something. <laughs> you just pulled something on on your phone. Um, oh yeah, so <laughs> this is this is gonna I'm, I'm gonna give you long context. But we were in uh, Savannah, Georgia last weekend. We went on a. Uh, black history tour um and had this like black docent who was very happy to have us there um because she doesn't often get to talk to black people about the history of black people in the south um and she mentioned this book um and i haven't had a chance to read it but it was just really interesting to me and the title of it oh come on phone be with me here is called they were her property white women as slave owners in the american south and so the conversation that we were having with her about was like the men were usually off in europe doing business off to war they weren't in the house they weren't there managing um and really running the plantations or the house and those kind of things that was the responsibility of the wife so when you think about kind of the um the oppression and the interaction between black people and white people and how they were managed it was really the white women who were the ones implementing you know those practices because you know the men may have come in and say okay this is how i want the house to run and then i'm gone you know doing my business and making money to keep the house but who was there were the women fucking um, the slaves <laughs> fucking the male they had bbc <laughs> tattoos back in the antebellum south yeah, yeah. and so and you know you know and i know because you know i grew up in the in the south and in the midwest and you know you all well i don't know where you're from doc chocolate but um, you know bomber you here saying my name like that i am going to book a ticket up to new york city oh my god um, so but i know your experience as a black even though that i mean you're very american bomber but still your experience and your understanding of race relations in America is very different than mine, which is you talked about earlier. Yeah. Um, and so just understanding that, you know, there is a history there, regardless of your your sexual preferences and, you know, what have you, who you like to fuck, all that kind of stuff. There is a history between white people and black people, whether their ancestors owned our ancestors or not. There are co institutional contexts, systematic contexts there that I just can't ignore. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. And so, yeah, that's, you know, a I, rub for I, me. I, 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 <laughs> I feel you. I feel you. And, and the thing I want to say is um, the thing about like um, I, I, I spoke about this earlier in another context. But when it comes to BBC, um, when it comes to um, Queen of Spades, right, when it comes to that branding, mm -hmm. um, you know, I had a male panel and we talked about this issue uh, and the uh, reality was that we recognized that there were people that were throwing parties with the BBC label. They mm -hmm. were throwing parties like, yo, we got, you know, we got single black men coming through, like, come, come, come and party with us. And I think the issue that we weren't talking about that was uh that was problematic was that 
it wasn't black people that were throwing these parties. (laughs) That's the problem I have. Mm -hmm. Like, if the thing is the demand for BBC's Queen of Space and all that shit, the demand isn't going anywhere. Like no. we could be PC about it. We could just be like, you know, we all BLM. And Make it going, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. But but the thing is, it's still there's still a market for it. It's like crack. Like, oh, yeah. yeah, you could you could you could yep. make it illegal, but motherfuckers yep. still gonna want to smoke crack. And so <laughs> somebody's <laughs> gonna make money off of that. Yeah. You know, and, and my position is my position is I would rather if 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 the thing is, if if BBC and Queen of Spades and you know cuckold and all that bullshit is gonna sell, I need black people to capitalize on it, make money sure. off it. You know, if if I I need I need us to control all of that shit because if if it's white people that are that are selling, promoting, and profiting off it. I'm, it just it leaves a bad flavor in my mouth. It yeah. feels like we right back on the plantation. It feels like this weird white corporate America that's just making money off of the off of the desire for black bodies. You know what I mean? So when I came across your podcast, that's what I was thinking. I was like, oh, shit, this is. This is kind of cool. Like, I mean, you know, Bell ain't gonna like this shit, but (laughs) but yo, this is dark chocolate shit. Like, he's doing this. He got people coming on this podcast talking about their desire for this shit. He got people, you know, um, they're they're single black men who come on your podcast. They're like, yo, I'm out here swinging dick, and I'm I'm feeling. I love I love life right now. Yeah, I I, I love it. You know what I mean? So yeah. So I want I wanted to just acknowledge that. That's that's my position on it. I know we needed to move to the gentleman's thoughts on on some of this race play stuff, but that is my position on it. Yes. And just for the record, Splash Mocha is black owned, and they throw like BBC parties. Holla! And that was. The, uh, that's interesting that you uh, put that in there, Bill, because I was just going to ask about uh, Splash Mocha because yeah. I've literally talked to five people in the past like 10 days who brought up Splash Mocha. And I was going to mm-hmm. ask, like, OK, well, who's Splash Mocha owned by? Yeah. So it is a, it's a black guy um, and he has a whole crew of black men, BBCs that he invites to his party and you can. <laughs> hire them out um (laughs) (laughs) do all kinds of stuff are they are they taking applications they might be listen you can sign up (laughs) all of the men looked great they were very attractive young guys like it was a good crew the issue i had is when i went in the room well not when i went well i went with another young woman another woman another black woman a white woman was in there and said well, why are y'all here? Say what you I'm already saying. got one. <laughs> that's why I said that's my. See, you see my problem. Straight up racism. How you know she? <laughs> how you know she got one? <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, and I would say to uh, our white brothers and sisters and anybody else that's uh, not a person of color is this that. Um, it's scientifically said that it takes three generations for a culture to assimilate to the culture that it has immigrated to. The dominant mm-hmm. culture. Yeah. Okay. The dominant culture. Thank you. The primary dominant culture. And so when you look at black, the Black experience in America as a whole, Yeah, the Emancipation Proclamation in the 1860s set Black people free as a whole. 
But for the next hundred years, there was a, uh, a sort of uh, slavery going on. It was mm-hmm. pretty much black people were slaves. Okay. Mm-hmm. Black people were terrorized. And that's just the truth. It's an ugly truth, but that's just the reality of the situation that happened. So the way I personally look at it uh, is that black people in the United States of America didn't truly have real freedom. They had full freedom, but they didn't really have freedom until 1965. Okay. Mm -hmm. And moving on forward. And so three generations that puts us around this timeframe and what's happened is, you know, like caramel and bells, grandparents, they've taught you guys, you know, Hey, this is the way you need to act because this is what happened to us. And I don't blame them because they're trying to protect you. And then your parents likely told you the same thing as well. And uh, for Bomber and myself, we come from different uh, perspectives. And yeah, my dad, when he came to the the U.S., he came into the U.S. in 1976, I believe it was. And yeah, he experienced mm-hmm. a bit of racism. He was out there in D.C., but it wasn't as much racism, obviously, as you ladies ancestors, you know. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so um, like me and uh, Bomber, you know, I'm just assuming, you know, we didn't get as much. Hey, mm-hmm. be careful mm-hmm. of mm-hmm. white yeah. folks. Yeah, yeah, no, I, yeah, no, I, I think that's accurate. I mean, I, I think the, the, the fact is that in America, black people have been slaves longer than they have been freed. Um, So that's, that's the sort of context of reality. But, but I would also like just expanding it a little bit further on a global level. It was in the 1960s that a lot of African nations actually (laughs) achieved their independence. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, So there's, there's somewhat of a, uh, although, you know, I think the, the history of like direct racism and sort of the relationship between white and black people certainly look differently in African nations um, uh, than it did here. Um, but uh, yeah, no, I, I think it's it's true in terms of like the household culture. Racism as a topic never came up in my household. Like mm-hmm. we just did not talk about it. We didn't really talk about the history. I mean, when my parent or my dad, I should say, um, you know, just straight off the boat, African, when he talked about like cultural differences, it was really like these Americans are crazy Americans, yeah. not white Americans, yeah. Americans that included everybody um, yeah. that was not Ghanaian. Yeah. 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 <laughs> like, my motherfuckers is all crazy. That was his <laughs> philosophy. Yeah. Um, um, but yeah, no, it's it's definitely somewhat of a of a, a point of, of disagreement between um, um, Bell and I, although, you know, I've, I've been sort of educating myself on um, American history and, um, you know, the, the place that, you know, black folks have had in this country and, and what what systematic oppression is and and how it sort of impacts um, impacts the way we live um uh and impacts a lot of other aspects of our lives but um but yeah i mean i i will never you know i i just yeah we'll we'll always have that sort of difference in in mm-hmm. history and context absolutely and i think also just going to that with just being a culture that had you know repression but but this we're also sexually repressed too mm-hmm. this is i mean for for a lot of um for a lot of black for a lot of black couples 
sexual oppression is really big for us because we so much conform to traditional type ways of being like, you know, again, because when you see this arena, I think I've said it on, I think I've said it on the show. I mean, I was always saying, man, this is some white people shit. That's how I was talking about <laughs> white people shit. Like all of this, like this <laughs> crazy exotic stuff, you know, like it's, you know, this is white people shit is fun shit, but it's white people shit. <laughs> I mean, like I just, you remember you always got that one good friend, you know what I mean? Like, it's just crazy. But um, but it is a good friend. You know what I'm saying? You know, just whatever. Y'all know you're the one. Just all right. So and I mean, and I mean, I'm just, just saying that when it came down to, you know, just moving it to a sexual, you know, I'm saying sexual arena, you know, white people have always been able to kind of really push the envelope. Now, don't get me wrong. Black people do a lot of, you know, said so we have our mm-hmm. own sexual exploits that we do. And, you know, yeah. so, but when it comes to being extremely just exclusive and fetishes mm-hmm. and moving towards that. Yeah. That's, that's, a, that's in a whole different, whole different plane. So. Oh my goodness, y'all. <laughs> we have got to come to an end on this episode we have gone past our time but we had such an excellent conversation yes. with bomber and bill didn't we caramel yes we did um i hope everybody enjoyed it please be on the lookout for another taping of it where we talk about even more race play relations part two of the Black Queens versus the BBC Kings yeah. episode with the bummer and the bell of the Black and Kinky Lifestyle Podcast. And hopefully, Caramel won't say my real name anymore <laughs> on the second part of the interview, right? I'm taking some I'm taking some pointers from Bell. Da chocolate. I'm gonna learn how to say ta. Chocolate. Oh my God! Like dog chocolate. I mean, she, y'all. If y'all just need to have Bell record you some shit and just <laughs> listen to it, like, oh my God, pay that girl whatever money she wants. Matter of fact, go to blackandkikilifestyle.com right now. Yes. Pay her some goddamn money to record some stuff for you. That woman has a sexy voice. Dog chocolate. Absolutely. Thank you for listening to everybody's favorite black man candy, Doc Chocolate of the Bulls and Queens podcast. If you would like Doc Chocolate to help you host your next fun and kinky private party, or you want info on his next monthly Las Vegas Bulls and Queens play party, or you'd like to have him pose as a nude or semi-nude model for your next girls' night out or bachelorette party, make sure you go to www.bullsandqueens.com right now and fill out the form on the website to contact Doc. Again, that's www.bullsandqueens.com. Until next time, bulls, queens, and cucks, stay sexy. Dot chocolate?